0: A few years ago, we grew and sold a business that forever changed our lives. At first, we really struggled trying to figure out which tools to use to help run and organize our community. But that all changed once we discovered Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part? Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you, so you keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates, all built in. You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash M-U. That's kajab dot slash M-U. Go to kajabi.com slash M-U and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over seven billion dollars. More and more, entrepreneurs and investors are discovering the awesome franchise opportunities that exist across a variety of industries. Franchising can simply be the better path, and interest in franchising is at an all-time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of Fran Bridge Consulting and a past Millionaire University guest, is here to help you explore the premier franchise opportunities today. John and his Franbridge Consulting Team are part of the largest franchise brokerage in the U.S. and have vetted the market thoroughly. Franbridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the franchise world, including both active and passive opportunities. From tiny homes to youth soccer to industrial hoses to pets, senior care to mental health and more. John has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor and is a multi-brand franchisee himself. And he does more placements than anyone else in the country. Sign up for a free consultation call with John today or get a free copy of his book, Non-Food Franchising, at FranBridgeConsulting.com. That's FranBridgeConsulting.com. Available in the U.S. and Canada. In today's lesson, we are going to discuss traits of successful entrepreneurs. Hey, what's going on, my fellow future millionaires? Welcome to the Millionaire University Podcast. It is 5 o'clock, and I am out in my car today. I'm out here because, honestly, I've been up since 4 o'clock, and there are some things I wanted to talk to you about, but I know if I hopped on my computer and the portable microphone that we're currently using, because we've been moving all over the place, I would wake everyone else in the family up. So I came out here so we could talk, because there are some things that I just wanted to put out there. Let me give a little context. Last night, I was hanging out with a friend and fellow entrepreneur. This friend and I, we've gotten to know each other a little better over the past few years. And as we got talking, we kind of opened up a little more about our personal financial situations and business dealings that we've had and different things like that. And it occurred to me that this guy was pretty successful. I knew he was very successful, but he's been even more financially successful than I even realized. And the funny thing is, is he's just a normal guy. Him and I... Super imperfect. In fact, we're hanging out with our kids and maybe, you know, giving them different critiques, doing different things. And at the end, we were talking about how, you know, we're two dads, we're very imperfect, but we're just doing our best. And point being is we are not that perfect. We aren't that smooth. Neither one of us are particularly all that smart, per se. Well, he's probably a lot smarter than I am. I mean, you're listening to a guy who got an 18 on his ACT, which is the bare minimum that I needed to even get accepted to BYU so I could play football like any lower and I would not have even been accepted as a football player but I digress so after hanging out with this guy I kind of got thinking about what is it that separates the one percent from the rest now in case you don't know there's a huge disparity a huge gap between people who make one percent income and just about everybody else obviously if you're in the top like 1.1 it's not as big right but just to give you an example, the top 1% of wealthy Americans have a net worth of over $10 million, and the top 2% is like over $2 million. And then you get to like 10%. Anyway, I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but it goes down pretty quickly. But it just got me thinking about all the successful people that I know, and what are the things that they do? What are the traits that they have versus other people who may not be quite as successful? Now, the goal of this podcast is not to say that anyone is better than anyone else. I also know there are a lot of feelings out there about the 1% and people who hate on the 1%, etc. I am here to tell you that it is not true that somebody, by having more money, means that someone else has less money. That's not how it works. In fact, it's the opposite. It's usually the 1%ers that are creating even more opportunity for everyone else. It's not like there's this magical pie and everyone takes a piece and some people are hoarding more of it. No, it's the opposite. One percenters are the pie makers. They go out and make pies. They make the pies bigger so more people can have more. But anyway, just wanted to kind of get that out of the way. If your goal is to get into the top 1%, not only are you creating a better life for you and your family, but also for so many others. Okay, so with that, today I want to talk about 26 traits that the most successful entrepreneurs have, the top 1%ers, if you will or those who are moving in that direction. Oh, and something else that was pretty cool is as I was going through these, I noticed that number one actually started with an A, number two started with a B, number three didn't start with a C, but one down a little further, I'm like, oh, there's a C. So I kind of tried something out and I realized that with a few exceptions, these traits actually covered most of the letters in the alphabet. And then I was able to make a few creative adaptations to have other ones fit into the other letters. So it's pretty awesome how this worked out. I think it's kind of fun to do little things like this because they help us remember and think about these things. So what we actually have is not only 26 traits of successful entrepreneurs, but 26 traits of successful entrepreneurs starting with every letter of the alphabet. Boom, baby. How cool is that? Let's go. All right, let's dive in. Success trait number one. Aware. Now, what I mean by this is what I found is most people in the world actually aren't aware of what is possible. It's like they haven't had that epiphany for some reason or another. Maybe they haven't had certain influences in their lives. Maybe just how I was years ago, they had never heard of a podcast. They don't have access to as much media or aren't aware of everything that media can give them. I can't tell you how often I'll be talking to someone about business and they just don't understand like where I learned this from. I'm like, oh, do you listen to podcasts? And whether it's yes or no, it's very often that they don't listen to business podcasts or for whatever reason they just aren't aware of all the opportunity that's out there. Now in life we talk a lot about nature or nurture. Are you born an entrepreneur or is it something that you're taught growing up? So for me I believe it's a little bit of both but I do believe that regardless no matter what everyone can have a successful business. In fact I didn't mention this previously but everyone can develop these traits or have these things that I'm talking about. For me, awareness came in many forms. From a young age, we didn't have a lot. So if we wanted extra money, we had to figure out how to make that money. My mom always had a side hustle. So to me, making money was just a way of life. It was just something that we had to do. So very naturally, when I got older, and I was in college going to classes, it didn't make any sense to me. You know, I grasped the basic concept of the class, but I didn't understand how this will be valuable to me in my life. Like I had to get out of there. It's was like, I gotta go make some money. So it was never, oh, is there a way to make money? I knew I could make money. I just had to go figure out what that was and go do that. And even though I'm not a big fan of like MLMs and stuff like that, my parents were in many and I'd go to a lot of the meetings and people would talk about things and it just kind of shifted my mindset. When I was a senior, my parents were given a book in one of those MLMs called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I happened to read. And that book, if you have not read it, is an absolute must-read. It's a huge mindset shifter. And these things just continue to expound on the things that I already had been exposed to. For anyone listening to this podcast, congratulations. You are obviously in that awareness category. So congratulations. By default, you have already made it into the top, let's say... 20 to 25 percent now don't get me wrong everyone has heard about a business or business opportunity but very few have actually had that epiphany and are aware of what is possible for them so that's number one being aware of what's possible just knowing what's possible is huge number two is after being aware of what's possible you have to believe it's possible. You have to believe that it can work for you. You all hear people saying, well, this worked for me, right? Like you have to believe that you can be a successful entrepreneur, or if you already are an entrepreneur, that you can create systems and processes to grow your business and automate your business, to improve your lifestyle. You've probably all heard the saying that whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And I couldn't agree with that more. Now, I'm not talking about delusion, But I cannot tell you how many people I have met that no matter what, they will come up with a reason or excuse and figure out how to not make something work, how to not figure something out. But successful entrepreneurs or successful people in general, they just believe that they can constantly improve things. There's always a better way. They figure out how can I make something work. They have a goal and they figure out how to move towards it. They don't come up with a bunch of reasons as to why this can't work. So number two is believe.
1: Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store from accepting payments to award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MU, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MU to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MU.
2: Want to know a secret? There's more to becoming a millionaire than making money. We talk a lot about building businesses and taking the road less traveled to achieve your goals, but the most successful entrepreneurs we know will tell you investing and growing your money is an essential component to creating wealth, which is why we're really excited about today's sponsor for this episode, Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns, In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. It's never too late to start growing, and it's never too early either. You've heard us say about a million times on this podcast that it takes small, consistent steps to build big results. And we love Acorns and how accessible it is to people at all levels of investment knowledge. So head to acorns.com forward slash MU or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. You import disclosures at acorns.com slash MU. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Broker services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com.
0: Moving on to number three and letter C is communication. The other day I was talking to Tara about this topic. And I was telling her, I said, you know, I think maybe the number one attribute of successful entrepreneurs is they have insanely strong communication skills. And what I meant by this specifically was they're constantly giving very honest, open feedback to those that they work with, to those around them. What I have found is it is so difficult for most people to take honest, open feedback. And it is even more difficult for people to give that open, honest feedback. I think this is for lots of reasons. It's perhaps the feeling of rejection or we're not doing good enough. They say unsolicited feedback is often seen as criticism and no one wants to be criticized like we want to feel like we're doing a good job and most people don't want to criticize other people or make other people feel criticized but that's not the way to look at it if you are not keeping an open honest feedback loop between you and those that you work with you are hurting them and yourself you are doing them a huge disservice something that i discovered long ago is not only is this something that i talk to people about before i bring them on as an employee or partner, or before I work with them, I talk about the importance of being willing and able to accept feedback and the importance of me to be willing and able to give that feedback. And the reason why I do it is because it will help us both grow together and reach our ultimate potential. So I explain that from the get go. And then it is always my goal to give that feedback right at the beginning, as soon and early as possible. So they realize that this is just how we do things, it becomes very normal. Because what happens is most times when you first start working with someone, you're kind of going through this like honeymoon phase, right? Where you don't want to step on each other's toes. You want to hurrah, hurrah and keep telling each other how awesome we're doing. And while some of that is good and important in business, what's even more important is just the day-to-day constant moving forward and constant feedback loop. So right from the get-go, like my goal is to find something that might be seen as quote unquote negative feedback but it's really not negative once again that's just how we perceive it sometimes something that someone maybe could be doing better or did wrong or actually just me saying hey this is how i think we should do this and sharing that feedback with them from day one essentially and not even making it a big deal just making it like oh let's do this let's check this i like how you did this also of course be positive i'm not talking about being negative you want to be positive you want to point out the things that are going well you want to be pumped about things. But it's like, oh, we got to fix this thing here. We got to do this and that there, right? Like an open feedback loop. Not only will it help you, like it is crucial. It is critical. This same guy that I'm talking about that I was hanging out with last night, this friend of mine, he was sharing how he recently had to let one of his employees go because they were bringing down the entire team. It was a drag and it was hard, but it was essential. It was critical. And this has changed the morale and the culture of everyone in the business. And it's affected the customers. And it's just been so huge. But once again, the key is that communication, that open and ongoing feedback loop. And I've actually been to his business before and I've seen him. He just has this open communication style with his team. And that's something that I would like to think that we've done well as well. Something's on our mind, we just talk about it. Communication is key to being a successful entrepreneur. Number four is successful entrepreneurs are decisive. There are a million ways to make a million dollars and there are a million ways within each of those million ways to make money in your business. But at the end of the day, it's about deciding something to do. And within those things, it's about deciding how to go about doing it. You've got to make decisions. You've got to make quick decisions. Now, one of the things that I like to do with my team members is I always tell them, look, I am paying you or teaming up with you to think. I need people who can think on their own, who can come up with things, come up with ideas, come up with ways of doing certain things. And what that does is that allows me to just say, yes, do that. Yes, yes, yes. Or occasionally listen to what they're saying and say, okay, I like that, but do it this way. Or sometimes say, mm, let's try something different. But at the end of the day, there are so many ideas, you just have to decide on which ones to focus on. You're so much better off focusing on a few things and doing them well, than you are having a thousand ideas and not really doing any of them. So decision, be decisive, pick something and go with it. And then adapt as you go. I am not saying be decisive and stick with that forever, but make a decision, go forward and move with it. You've probably heard the saying, too many cooks in the kitchen, right? That's sometimes what happens in business. We want to ask everyone's opinion. We want to get everyone's feedback. But then once you do, sometimes it makes it hard to make a decision. You've got to make a decision. An imperfect decision, which you take action on and implement into your business, is much more valuable than just sitting on the sidelines and never doing anything or never making any decisions. Sometimes we don't do that because we're afraid of what the result might be. We're afraid of failing. Often we would rather do nothing and guarantee failure than to take action and have something not work out. You've got to change that mindset. Make decisions, move forward, adapt as you go. I cannot tell you how many incredibly intelligent, bright, talented people I know Who for years I've been talking to them and they want to start their own business. They want to do their own thing. And they're constantly talking about all these ideas and the way they could do things. But they never just decide. They never just go for it. And that is so sad to me. Follow your heart. What is the thing that you feel like you should be doing? Go forward in that. The quicker you go forward in that, the more information you'll get and the quicker you can adapt and keep growing as you go. Another example of this is right now, as I am recording this podcast in this car, I had to make the decision of okay, I have a podcast that I want to share something. And I also publish a weekly podcast, so tomorrow is the deadline by which I need to get something out there. So I had to make a decision. We're traveling around. We're currently in a condo in Solana Beach, San Diego. I don't have the typical recording microphone pile PR-40 setup that I had back at home a few months ago before we left on this trip. It's in the storage unit, so I've been using different microphones and recording on my laptop. But this morning people were sleeping. I've got to get this done. So I had to make a decision. I thought, how first of all, it was how can I get this done? Not can I, how can I? And I thought, what if I just go record it on the phone in my car? And then the doubts started to creep in. It's like, oh, maybe the audio quality won't be as good and all these things. But it was like, you know what? Done is better than perfect. Let's go with this. It's not the end of the world. Otherwise, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm laying here in bed with all these ideas and not actually doing anything. Let's go make it happen, get it done. I had to be decisive, and then you live with those decisions, and then you adapt as you go. So be decisive in your business. And if the decision that you made didn't work out perfectly, change it up. Adapt it. It's cool. Be decisive. Okay, speaking of being decisive and making decisions, as I'm recording this, I realize that, not realized. I already know this, but I am being reminded that I am a man of many words. I have never been accused of, of not having much to say. And I've realized that if I record all 26 of these, it is going to take hours. So I'm going to make a decision right here, right now. And what I'm going to do is I am going to record several of these going through these 26 traits. This will help you so you don't have to try to take them all in at once. But as you listen to these over time, you'll be able to take them in. And just to be clear, you don't need to have all 26 perfect. These are just things that we constantly need to be reminded of. If you're not at the place where you want to be in your life and in your business, hearing these things again and again in different ways from different perspectives, a lot of them bleed into each other, will help you identify areas that maybe you can improve and things that you can work on. So this will be part one of many. I probably won't release all of them in perfect sequence, but I'll be sure to identify them as part one, part two, part three, part four, and considering we only went through four right now, we'll probably end up having five to six of these. So stay tuned for those. We have lots of exciting things in store here for you at Millionaire University. As always, feel free to reach out to me anytime. Justin at MillionaireUniversity.com with any questions you have. If there's anything you want me to talk about on the podcast, I'd be happy to do so. I do read all those emails and respond to them. So feel free to reach out anytime. With that, get out there, take some action. You're already aware believe continue to work on that communication be decisive if you've enjoyed this episode please share with a friend and we will talk to you next time on the millionaire university podcast until then this is justin williams your chief money making officer signing off class dismissed
1: Hey, Eric Fisher here. And if you love the conversations and lessons happening on this show, and you've heard my voice before, you'll love my show, Beyond the To Do List. It's a podcast about productivity and getting things done in all the areas where we wear multiple hats and roles, but also about the true meaning of productivity, living a more meaningful life. Look, you've got a never ending to do list, but add this podcast to your to do list and it will help you tackle the rest. Go right now wherever you're listening to this and search Beyond the To Do List and hit follow or subscribe. Start listening and get that boost for your productivity that you've been needing. Again, that's beyond the to-do list. Search in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast.